there, this is Travis, a.k.a. Trav Plays Games, from the Polykill Podcast. The Cartridge Club is a community of content creators and gamers of all generations. CC Weekly covers current events and provides an update on the podcasts, videos, and blogs uploaded by club members each week. Now, here's your hosts, Player One and Player Two, the Cartridge Brothers. Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> Alright, look at some news. We got news. So first up, the Mana Series Collection, Senken Densetsu 1 through 3, is uh, getting a Switch release in Japan. That's pretty cool. Any word for localization? None yet. Um, I like that it's physical, though. Physical, yeah, in Japan. If we don't get it, we'll never get it. But you can import. The only problem being is you have to speak Japanese. Now, I know Setsunai has English language. It was already localized digitally, so right. I assume that's why. Good point. Uh, Mana may have that, but I, I I doubt it. I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah. Dang, that's upsetting. Oh, well, we can hope it get, gets localized. Yeah. So that's exciting. I mean, I'm not super thrilled to replay Secret of Mana. Maybe they tweak it a bit and the combat's not so janky. Oh, they'll fix it. It'll be way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Plus, uh, I always wanted to play Final Fantasy Adventure and on Game Boy, and I hadn't. So this will probably be the better way to play that. Yeah. I wonder if they'll upgrade it at all, if it'll just be a port. I think it's... Shoot, I don't know. I assumed it was going to be upgraded. I don't think so. Didn't they already remaster the first, like, Final Fantasy Adventure? I think I think Square maybe putting that out. Anyway. Hmm. So maybe, I thought that's what this was, but you're right, it's not. This is going to be just ports, I bet. Yeah. Switch is turning into an, uh, a retro machine, dude. It is. Retro indie. Yeah. Bonanza. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All right. Uh, you got one or you want me to go again? Well, let me go over to mine then. Uh, Radiant Historia is getting a 3DS remake. Yeah. Pretty cool. I guess. I mean, it's a DS game, so I don't know why it necessarily needs a remake on the 3DS, because you can play <laughs> DS games on the 3DS, and you can still get this, like, very easily through Amazon for, like, 50 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever the regular price is. So. I, know. I just sold my copy. <laughs> Did you? I mean, I'm excited, because I, I do want to play it. I have the original. I've never played yet. I am more likely to play an updated graphical version on the 3DS. It's okay. It's just hard to find storylines that are good enough to keep mm. me enthralled, I guess. Anyway, yeah. Radiant Historia. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, launches to mixed reviews. Mix is being very polite. Yeah. Um, so a lot of game critics slammed this game for the animations, hmm. uh, for the story. Just um, over the dialogue. I've dialogue, seen some yeah. bad dialogue. Um, it was not received well at all, especially during the EA access period when people had like free yeah. free access to it for a te for ten bucks or whatever the EA price is a month. Yeah. Uh, it that that first ten hours or whatever they were able to play, like it was grim at one point. The internet was all over this game. Yeah. Um, um and somebody pointed out, I think you read an article or something that there was no. Daria yeah, Daria plays on Twitter. Right. She uh, there's nobody who worked on Mass Effect One that also worked on Mass Effect Andromeda. Mass Effect 1 had over 300 people. Just the, the animation department alone was like... Yeah, and, and this, one, this like, one has 78. Um, I had heard a rumor that this was put together by a, a, a smaller team that EA had stood up to work on like updates and, and yeah. DLC and stuff for Bioware, so I don't know. Um, Musty's playing it, as far as, and I know Pam's playing it, and Riley are playing it. Yeah. And Pam and Riley haven't really mentioned anything other than the makeup options being wrong for Pam. <laughs> She pointed out that the blush isn't where blush goes, but the, <laughs> I would never have known. Yeah, me neither. Um, but there That's are some inside uh, knowledge. Another buddy of mine, Jay, is playing, and he said, "You know what? Yeah, the animations aren't great. Yeah, I know I'm watching a, a video game, and not it's not realistic. I don't care." Well, what's his name there? Three uh, kill, three KB. Anyway, I think it's his name. Um, kept posting. He had to reload eight different times, and he was showing little clips of what happened. One time, he was just standing there, and a guy appeared in front of him, and he, and he boxed him and couldn't get out. One time he got too close to a box and couldn't get back over and behind it. Like, it, oh, yeah, that's... it's jank. <laughs> so anyway, if you are playing Mass Effect, let us know what you think. Uh, this is... I didn't... I was excited for it initially. I, I And now it's on my maybe someday list as opposed to definitely will play. Well, I don't know if I'll ever get to this Don't game. they all come out kind of buggy, these games? I don't know. When I played 2, it was already way after the fact on the yeah. PS3. Yeah. Uh, I played 3 at launch. I don't remember there being any problems with that. I haven't played any of them, so... Besides the style choice at the end, which was 
for me, not a problem, but for the internet, you know, outrage, because that's mm-hmm. outrage culture. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Matthew Mercer made a tweet today, or yeah. t- this week. Uh, it was a tweet, and I can't remember word for word, but it was along the lines of, in, in a society of outrage culture, I'm worried that we're losing the ability to have conversation, to have discord. I'm worried about our art and our, our ability to communicate. Hmm. And two hours later, he had to re- he had a tweet out apologizing what? for using the term outrage culture. Are you serious? Because when he used the term, it was politically incorrect to use this term. And it's a term that's used to, to push down or downgrade people and make them feel like their, their beliefs are being hurt. So I, I was like... You made a tweet saying that you're worried that people, that the outrage culture we have is going to create people that don't know how to have communication, have conversations, and the response was massive outrage? <laughs> like, the irony of, anyway. That's um, sad, dude. Holy cow. I couldn't cow. believe it. I couldn't believe it. Hammered him. So. <laughs> well. Anyway. I guess you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Let us, let us know what you think. I won't play. I, I, the chances of me ever getting this game now... Due to this sloppy launch and how limited my game time is, and the standard that has been set by a certain game that we may or may not talk about this week, um, I don't think I'll ever play Andromeda. Um, I mean, I don't I'll, need a I'll game to get be, through the first three. Yeah, I don't need a game to be perfect, but when you're launching and people that I know that love and trust the series are saying, mm, maybe not for me, then I know it's fucking definitely not for me. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back and play two. I know that one's good. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear that, Mass Effect. I know there's a lot of people who are excited. Um, Diego was pointing out, I mentioned the Zelda chess set last week. The collector's edition one, still cheap. Like, it's not... Plastic, not good. It's plasticky. So, if you heard that last week and you were excited, I'm sorry. You might want to save your money. Yeah. <laughs> if you can hear my dogs this week, we're recording early. Normally, we record Saturday mornings, mm. and Colleen takes them for a hike. But we're recording Friday afternoon, and she's at the gym. So, they are literally right outside the door. Uh, attempting to get heard on the show, so I apologize. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be no way for me to remove them. Not no. that I ever put all that much effort in anyway, but <laughs> now I'm explaining. Yeah. Also, um, I have extreme plumbing issues, and I'm drinking Gatorade. Yes, that's right. Yeah, P2 has a real bad case of the poops. Um, Overwatch character, Orissa, has been launched. Now, what is she? She's like a, a, a robot centaur tank type character. I haven't had a chance to play her yet. Hopefully tonight with the Overwatch crew. She's a tank, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You like tanking. I do. Cool. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Joy-Con issue, I guess. Yeah, so Nintendo said, uh, yes, the Joy-Con issue is legit, um, which we all knew. It's a manufacturing issue, not a... Design issue. Design issue. They have a fix in place for... And it's not every left Joy-Con that was released. It's only some of them. If your Joy-Con is experiencing problems... Contact Nintendo customer support. They'll do some troubleshooting. If they've confirmed that it is the manufacturing issue that is causing your sync issues and not that you have your Switch too close to an aquarium, they will have you send it back. In a one- to two-week turnaround, you you get it. And what they are doing is putting in a... Uh, in, the, in the Joy-Cons that are already released, the fix that they have is they're putting a small piece of non-conductive uh, foam in the Joy-Con to prevent RF interference. Uh, That's fascinating. The fix for... On their end, when they said, listen, we, we have a we have a solution, it's not going to happen anymore, does not involve just a small piece of foam. The foam is good because you're not going to be able to feel a difference in your Joy-Con when you wear it. It's light enough. I mean, unless you're really super sensitive, and I know some of you probably are, so you'll notice it, definitely. All right, now. But, um... I'm full of Mercer. Sorry. <laughs> but those... But, uh, yeah, so there is a fix at the manufacturing level. Any Joy-Cons coming out at this point shouldn't have the issue. That's good to know. I expected that there was a problem and that they would fix it. I didn't ever expect that they would announce it. Yeah. That they would just quietly do it and people would stop talking about it. Bonus points to Nintendo for coming out and saying, yes, there is an issue. We are acknowledging it. We are going to fix it. It takes about a week to turn around. You send it to them, they send it back. Mm. Um, I can't remember who it was. For some reason, I think it was Bill, but I don't know why he would have said it. He said that the ones that, are up, the ones that were going to be going to be on shelves soon are already on their way. They're on the boat. You know what I mean? Right. So those will likely still have it. So I might suggest waiting a few months if you're getting a new Joy-Con. Yeah. Left for the, wait for the next batch. Well, the article I read, the gentleman had bought one off Amazon while he was waiting for his to get repaired, and the one that came from Amazon was fixed. It was different. It was? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'll take it all back then. So it might have been the first batch they made, and they realized themselves. Oh, maybe. Some of these say. are a problem. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But kudos to Nintendo for admitting the mistake and fixing it free of charge. Yeah. 
Um, um what did we ever talk about if we're gonna talk about leaks? I can't remember. Did we say we wouldn't talk about leaks? I think yeah, we said we were we weren't gonna talk about unconfirmed rumors. Is what we weren't gonna talk about. All right. Well, this is a pretty confirmed rumor. <laughs> uh, Destiny Two poster mm. leaked. Yeah. Saying September release. Did you ever play Destiny? No. First person shooter, online only. Yeah, I, I know. What's it, I know. Uh, what do we call Nick here? Nick. I know Nick likes it. <laughs> You mean off the air? What do we call Nick? No, what was his name on uh, uh, Link to the Past? He was uh, on the Link to the Past. He was Eric. Eric, that's Eric right. Eric Pelagonia. Um, yeah. He is. <laughs> I think he was the nostalgist at one point on YouTube. Oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Does he still do that? No. No. That's but he is, is. Is just Nick. All right, Nick. Uh, I'm sure he's excited. Then I wonder if he knows about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Um. Bloodstained. More Switch news. Bloodstained officially canceled for the Wii U. Bummer. That's what I had pre-ordered it on. So do you automatically get a Switch to the Switch now? So yeah, if you had, you don't automatically get a Switch. You if you if you uh, backed Bloodstained on the Wii U through the Kickstarter, you have received an email that says, "Hey, sorry, we're not making it for that. We can't get support from Nintendo from this console. It's dead. Weird. Um, we are going to release it on the Switch. You can change your order to any of the other options we provide, which I think is every current generation console now." Or if you are really had your heart set on the Wii U and you said, fuck gaming, I'm done with gaming, if it's Wii U or bust, you can get a refund. Cool. So thank you, Igor, for doing that. Wow, that's... Yeah. Uh, stoked that it's coming to the Switch. I'll be changing my pre-order to Switch. Everything you should get for the Switch if you have the option. Yeah. I've been playing Zelda on my tablet, my Wii U tablet. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome. And I really wish I could take that tablet anywhere I want. Mm. <laughs> it's blowing my mind what the Switch is. It's changed gaming. Everything. It's changed everything. I can't get over it. Anyway. I When I go to work now, I'm playing on my 3DS, which I still really enjoy. Mm. Um, but uh, all I could think is I could be shrine grinding right now. Or I could be yeah. side quest, you know. I'm constantly thinking about it. Anyway. I can't imagine a world where... We used to... T I, I remember the big conversation used to be, it sucks that we're limited that we can only play Nintendo games and Nintendo consoles. And it sucks that we can't play everything on everything. And yeah. they should just open it all up. I think it sucks that I'm fucking trapped and tethered to my TV with my Xbox One and my PS4. Well, Sony and Microsoft, listen up. Yeah, that could it's be the next bullshit. one. bullshit. It could be the next one. It's bullshit that you trap me to my television. That I am, I am chained to my sofa. <laughs> I should be able to play Uncharted 4 in the parking lot while I wait for my wife at the grocery store. I should be able to play Halo 5 <laughs> while I'm at the doctor's office in the waiting room. Yeah. I shouldn't be... You have made me a prisoner to the living room, and it's bullshit. Nintendo has set us free. It's like the Matrix, and Sony and Microsoft are the agents. They're Agent Smith, and Nintendo is Neo, and they have set us <laughs> oh free. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's pretty liberating. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to get one someday. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, you give up power for portability. Okay. Just saying. I will take... You know, I know. So would I. But... You know what else I would take? Who wouldn't? I would take the new Pokemon game that is not so secretly being developed by Game Freak. What? How do you know it's a Pokemon game? Uh, I, well, because they released a, a hiring ad saying they're looking for... Somebody uh, who's good with small creatures. Art uh, designers who can work <laughs> on well-known, popular RPG <laughs> in the graphic art style of a Wii U or PlayStation Vita... To be released in May of 2018. The job lasts, the contract is until May of 2018. If that is not Pokemon Star, I don't know what other well-known RPG Game Freak knows, owns. <laughs> I don't even know. I, you know? They could have given them another property, though. Maybe. maybe the, yeah, maybe Nintendo gave their other well-known RPG to uh, Game Freak. Yeah, all right, never mind. That's cool. So that's pretty much confirmed. Yeah, so I applied. Uh, turns out you have to have qualification of any kind. Yeah. I did not have any. That's too bad. I would have hired you. I was like, but I'm a super fanboy. Don't I just get the job? And they were like, mm, no, unfortunately, really, liking really good games isn't enough. Yeah, that, that slot has been filled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, anything else? I have one more. I have no more. All right, my last one. Outlast 2. Yes, that's right. The Australian ratings board said uh, the, there's a particular scene that makes it too graphic. We cannot allow this game what to be What is it? Did they say what the scene was? I don't remember. Something super violent, I think. Huh. Um... So they said, okay, well, this week, yesterday, I think, or today, um, a statement was released saying uh, that the game will be released in Australia with an Australian rating uh, of 18 plus, 
that the Australian Review Board is happy with the changes that were made to the game to allow it to be released in Australia. Now, the, the guys who make Outlast also released a statement saying they were happy to announce that a single version of the game will be released globally. So, I'm guessing they took the scene out for everyone. Yeah. Now, is it specifically only one scene? Yeah, there was one specific part, I'm pretty sure. Now, is it one thing that can happen while throughout the game? I think, I believe, I didn't... Because it could be one animation where the guy catches you, I don't know necessarily, I don't necessarily what Australia's uh, main issue was, the Australian Review Board main issue was. Um, I know they are very strict on what gets released there due to their whole country being colonized by criminals. Um, <laughs> a long so time they, ago. they want to try and, you know, keep the violent urges down. That's fair. Um, I can understand. So that's... I mean, have you talked to Charlie on Twitter? Oh man, she is the, she's like kingpin. Rage. Um, that's why James had to move there from England. Yeah. She was, they were like, you gotta go to Australia. Unfortunately, your Easter egg hunting has become too aggressive. Yeah. Um, so now he's free down there to, to shake down people for as many Easter eggs as he wants. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I wonder what changed. I wish somebody would well, tell I want to know, are you okay with them changing censorship. a game globally? How to heal about censorship in general. They censored it in Canada so that Australia could get it. That's like our mother saying you can't watch horror movies and then not letting you know your friends suddenly can't watch horror movies that's like doing a global release of a Game Boy Advance game where they take somebody getting slapped out mm. completely ruining the who field who would do that looking at you square <laughs> that's probably a Nintendo rule I'm thinking it was Nintendo but they let it go in the original yeah well <laughs> they were more okay with uh, man on woman violence in the 90s <laughs> nobody knows what we're talking about <laughs> Anyway, if you know what what specifically what RPG we are talking about, then let us know in the. In the That'd be forms. pretty impressive. I'd be pretty impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've mentioned it before, but that's that's Maybe. all I have for news. I don't know how. I mean, it's a game I'm never going to play, so I don't I don't care. But yeah, I don't care. Either. I don't know. But that, I know Steven Eider will care because he likes Outlast. Yeah, and I don't. And I'm sure other people do. Well, I don't know that we should allow a single country who is extremely strict on now. Maybe this has improved it for everybody, and now it'll be a more palatable game for the planet. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe them removing the scene means... I mean, I feel like half the reason you're playing these games is for those scenes. Maybe. Like, but this is an extreme... I feel like half the reasons we have violent crimes in the planet is because of these games. Are you being serious? And of course not. <laughs> Good. Oh, uh, one more news thing. Uh, Bill actually gave us the uh, the birth of Monopoly in the forums. He was able to correct I seen that. My, uh, my wild lies. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I could see him listening to it. Like, I could picture him while you were saying it. Miles, I, I guess, was it. listening to it. He was like, wow, P1 really knows a lot about Monopoly. This is crazy. And then he read the forums and he was like, P1's a lion sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely believable. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's what I got for news. Update. Update. So we're going to start off with a couple of announcements. Announcements. I like your announcements. First up, the Sega Master List is being compiled. So the deadline... Holy crap, I have to give that to you. Yeah, the deadline was March 25th. So I guess as of recording it's not, but as of this being released publicly, it is done. Yeah. So Saturday, March 25th was the deadline. If your list was not in by 11.59 on p.m., uh, or 23.59 if you know military time. You're not doing exceptions this time? Uh, no exceptions. That is the cutoff. You want Eric breaking your legs? That's right. <laughs> if we were, if it was not received by then, it will not be entered. Uh, so get hopefully you got those in. I'm putting them together. Uh, and I'll, the videos will be edited before, before uh, you really start them. releasing them. So you're going to do the same thing as last time? Very similar. Wow. Uh, I we, we don't know yet if we're going to have a podcast. It's going to depend on the overall participation so far we're at 10 lists so ouch it's <laughs> not an ouch it's just sega is a more niche company that people the club is made more made up more of nintendo fans or people who enjoyed nintendo or grew up with nintendo there's less sega fans so this would be a great opportunity for those people to be exposed to more sega games and on the same note it's a great opportunity for the people who are more sega oriented fans to tell us all these great games that um they, yeah. they had played all right fair enough and the last piece of news is that the first episode of CC Debates aired oh on God. Saturday on YouTube. I have not. So is, will this be coming to a podcast format? As of right now, no. Uh, if there is... I want it. 
enough <laughs> demand in podcast form, then perhaps I'll just but as of right now, it's an audio only uh, video on YouTube. Oh, it's audio only, but mm-hmm. it's a video. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this. I just rip off the, the audio then. That's yeah. no problem. Okay. Uh, it came in at about an hour thirty-eight. Interesting. Why the choice of YouTube? Uh, because of the time of recording, uh, it would have been in the span of seven days, there would have been that uploaded CC weekly and the monthly episode of the cartridge club. Gotcha. So maybe in the future we'll release it when we have a guy spell. Well, I think I'm going to stick to YouTube with this. Um, oh, right. is it on our know? YouTube? Yeah. Oh, great hit. Eric and see, you did an amazing job. Ah, I can't wait to hear um, it. Derek was fantastic feeding me the questions to ask. So I really just had to show up and be a pretty face. Well done, sir. Yeah. I look forward to hearing it. So let's move into uh, podcasts. So for anybody who's wondering, uh, in order for us to... Uh, the way we're the way we're judging the, the updates to where we're getting the information from is from the official Cartridge Club app. So if your podcast, video, or blog uh, is uploaded to the Cartridge Club website, it'll show up on the app, and that's where we pull this from for update. Makes sense. So first up, Polykill. Dude, I need to get Polykill in my rotation. You didn't listen to it. Nope. Off kilter. Uh, they talked about bar brawls and bro hugs. These guys are awesome guys. The boys actually got drunk playing uh, doing this one. Uh, they opened up with a bar story of mine from years ago in Truro. Um, great, great well, show. You told them about it. Yeah. Ah. Really, really well done. Definitely add them to your list. I'm actually gonna mix in the video here as well. Um, you know no, what? I'm not. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna bring up my app right now. I'm gonna figure out what I'm killing off. You don't have? Oh, that one. Um, Somebody's got to go. So uh, yeah, it was a really great episode. Off kilter. It's when they just sort of do like top random topics. They don't just necessarily talk about games. Uh, and then they uploaded the video this week. Trav from uh, Polykill was the recipient of the CC Mystery Box. Oh my god, dude! Did you see? His, so I it, seen it was hilarious. So he put up the video, and it it's, it starts by. Uh, um, chastising us for for sh- putting things in the box that don't belong <laughs> in the box, and it's it was good. it's hilarious. It's it might be my favorite video on YouTube as of right now. I was watching it at work on the toilet because I was dealing with the issues I'm dealing with now, mm-hmm. and uh, laughing in the bathroom. I'm sure people heard me. That's funny. But yeah, it was funny. So their podcast was great. Um, what was the name of that book? Island Stallions. Islands. <laughs> yeah. Podcast was great. The video was great. Definitely check that out. Jeez. So good, so good. And now they're doing the next off kilter is uh, I think it was movie tales. Tell them they send them your your uh, your funny stories or your your quirky stories about situations you had with the movie or at the movies or about a movie. Um, I get a fun one where I went to see Goldeneye with our uncle. We showed up late, so we had to sit in the very front row on the far left side. Gross. And there was one seat left next to us, and the gentleman who sat there. Uh, actually leaned over into ours, my seat, and <laughs> fell asleep, like, against me <laughs> during GoldenEye. So that's how, and I was only, like, a, a young teenager then, so that's how I had to watch GoldenEye. You didn't wake him up? No, I was terrified. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. That anyway. is funny. Uh, check out Polykill. Media Mavens had an episode. It was just Riley and Pam. Mm-hmm. Answered a bunch of listener questions. Uh, they just, the, I said it before, but the two of them, when it's just the two of them on a show... Is is the is the best dynamic? I think sometimes they have. that's my favorite shows of all all podcasts. I like when there's no guests. Yeah. Um, for the most part, every now and then, but there's something about that chemistry that you get with somebody that you you're right. recording with every week. Pam talked a lot about Sopranos and the ending and how it was sort of controversial back when it first happened, yeah. uh, and how even today it is still sort of controversial for newcomers. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Um, True enough. As well, their next episode is their one year anniversary. So any questions you have for them, or if you just want to say something nice, wow. do so uh, either email Media Mavens or uh, go to the Cartridge Club forums in their section. I still remember when they started up. That's yeah. it's been a year. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Game Time Arcade Episode 7 came out. I haven't had a chance to hear it yet. Me neither. I have um, downloaded but I haven't heard it yet. Check that out. Kyle uh, is on Episode 7. Again, he also, also is moving along really quick. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle, sorry. I will make sure I listen to it before the next recording. Uh, and Bonus Barrel. Oh, my stomach. Yes, bonus barrel. <laughs> I got a couple of things to say about bonus barrel. First off, okay, go ahead. left aces, buddy. Aces for choosing the Castlevania topic. Yeah. And I really liked the way that they each one played a different game. I like that, too. Yeah. Um, what's complete bullshit and is the reason I unsubscribed and I deleted all of your episodes I'll never listen to you again is that you skipped Castlevania 3 uh, and nobody played it. It's probably the best game in the series. Whew, that's a tough one. I don't think it's the best, but it is really good. Yeah, they played Castlevania two and they skipped Castlevania three. 
So this will be the last time we ever mention Bonus Barrel. Um, <laughs> but you see, Left had played in three tons of times already. It was a chance for him to play two for the first time. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. But Shelby hadn't played three. Rob hadn't played three. Sagey hadn't played three. <laughs> How do you know? He might have. Um, all I know is uh, I love the music for Castlevania. Mm. And I always forget how much I actually love it until I hear it. And Rob had to use save states. So, well, yeah. I mean, not everybody is super good at games, I guess. I believe Rob is. And there's no excuse. Maybe he did it to make sure he get through it in time for the podcast to make sure he was able to beat it. No excuse. You should not complete it then. Um, <laughs> so I disagree. I think... Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch a Let's Play and then uh, say, for, for your podcast, go ahead. Because it's the same thing. So I just, I'm just kidding. Everybody... Pete, <laughs> Pete, Pete, community, I forgot. P2's <laughs> beliefs on save states are not the reflected I'm beliefs only of the Cartridge Club. <laughs> I'm only joking. Except for Rob, I'm not joking. You shouldn't use save states. <laughs> but for everybody else, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, and uh, Gaming Pilgrimage, um, Darren beat Zelda, talked a lot about it, it's a little spoilery, so I might suggest skipping that until you've beaten the game. I will not listen to they, that. They did, like, they went out of their way to say, we're not going to do spoilers, but some of the things that he said, I felt were spoilerish. and if I felt that, I mean, and I'm looking up walkthroughs, then you definitely fucking... I am very sensitive to <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Okay. Yeah. I'll just wait to listen. Like in- intimate mechanics of the final boss fight. That is your spoiling things just saying <laughs> boss fight. <laughs> um, but it was a good episode other than that. Uh, and even with that, it was still a good episode. I, uh... I think that's it for podcasts. Oh, STC! Today! Yeah, you almost missed STC, dude. No, I didn't. So normally I listen to STC pod with the wife on the way to work. She wasn't there today, so I had to listen to one of them on my own. And it was just a menage a us. STC and myself. And uh, what a magical drive to work it was. I actually took an extra loop around the base before I parked. <laughs> I believe you. Just so I could get more of Bill and Joe inside me. You can never get enough inside of you. Especially both of them at once. Great, great show. Um, uh, they Joe brought was up... talking about how he took his bike to Beauty and the Beast. I took Megan to see Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It's a good movie. I That's re- awesome. I recommend. Yeah, for her birthday. Because my wife's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, yes. Very similar birthday time. Same age, too. 20, yeah. Yeah, 20. <laughs> Which raises questions about how old his children are. Um, oh, yeah. That was good. Um, they talked about the, the party at the Hodge House. So jealous I couldn't be there for yeah, that. No, me too. Uh, I mean, that's assumed we probably wouldn't have been invited anyway, but <laughs> I wouldn't want me in my house. Oh, man, I would love to go to something like that. I like Just the Cartridge Con, I love having a bunch of gamers in the same place. Yeah. It was it a great show. Awesome. Uh, my Friday mornings are the same with SEC, so that's all I really have to say with that. Also, they, they mentioned uh, the very game exchange a lot, a lot of big promotion. Yeah. It's pretty much, it's like Waterloo, except you don't walk away with like... A bad taste in your mouth? And a burning rash on your ass and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Or And you don't get ripped off the whole time like you do at Waterloo? Well, I mean, it's better because uh, you go to Bear Game Exchange and you're not required to wear a mask and gloves the whole time. Yeah. Um, and they have never... It, the Bear Game Exchange has never had... To refund every single guest's money due to them all coming away with a communicable disease. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you go to Barry Game Exchange and avoid Waterloo, I guess, yeah. is what we're trying to say here. Uh, you're a horrible person if you go to Waterloo. All right. Um, so that was it for podcast, I think. Not as a... <laughs> I just like Joe's promotion. It's great. She's really hard on Waterloo. He is. He is. It's funny to me. Uh, that's it for podcasts this week. Yes. Videos. We got in the Q Dog House. Eric publicly shamed it. everyone who has not yet submitted their Sega Master list, <laughs> which I guess includes you. Yeah, well, I have one though. And myself. Um, <laughs> but I'm putting the list together. I'll put them whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it was that was the best part of that episode for me. Was just Eric was like, "Come on, people, get it together." And then he gave a sampling of. Here is a list that I've already taken the courtesy of pre-filling out for you <laughs> that you can just copy and send to P one. That's funny. What um, was number one? Uh, Final Fantasy Four. Nope. Fantasy Star Four. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. That might be number one. Which unfortunately isn't available on that website, so it probably won't be able to make it to the list. That's too bad. So maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe if we do a Fantasy Star only list, <laughs> Fantasy Star will make the top, the top ten. Fantasy Star Four. Oh my. Uh, SDC had a pickup video. Um, Seriously. Was this the one where Bill got? Uh, Bumblebee I didn't see this video at all pretty sure Bill got a Bumblebee toy 
or be action young. figure. Um, I can't remember what else they got. There's a bunch of stuff. I watched it. I believe you. I don't think anybody else does that. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> check that out. Talk about the Polykill Mystery Box. And Musty uh, put a Will He Return Mass Effect video up. He's not sure if he's going to keep it or not. Hold on, say that again. You won't. He's not will sure. Will he return he... to YouTube? No, no. Will he return the Musty game? Musty return to YouTube. He's, he's already. He's... Will he return the game? Oh. Mass Effect Andromeda. He's not sure if it's going to be for him. Probably not. If you like Mass Effect, <laughs> probably won't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. Anyway. I'm going to try those someday. I haven't tried them, so I shouldn't say it. Are you smacked on drugs or something this week? I am really. Uh, I got a lot of emodium in me. A little Advil. Do you need to go to the washroom? No, I'm not fine. All right. Am I going to be sick after this? Yeah, I hope not. Um, blogs. Uh, Lowe put up another blog, Game Binge with the 3DS, and it read like what, I've been, what I have been playing for the last month. Dude, that list looked pretty solid. Is your striker Gumball at Train Odyssey? I was actually playing at Train Odyssey Untold 2 Fafnir Night when she posted the blog. Wow, that's a big name. Um, yeah, it is. It's very, it's a mouthful. Um, is your striker Gumball is fantastic. Inti Creates did a great job. Definitely check that out if you're into old school platforming fun. Yep. Um, she talked about that bravely default. It was a great, great blog, and as well, we Those are like all the best games of three DS. Some of them, yeah. We also added a new blog to the Cartridge Club site, and that is uh, Retro Rewinder. Um, oh, congrats! So he Welcome will now be able to see him on the uh, Cartridge Club app. I like that a lot. Which is available on iPhone and in development for Android. Uh, speaking of that. I got Mario Run this week. Oh! The free, like, three levels, you know what I mean? And you beat it and got all the coins? Not yet, no. How come? I only, I got it last night. <laughs> but I figured you'd have so much time in the can that... I got a lot of, a lot of them. <laughs> I have not beaten it. Uh, that's all I have for update yourself. Yeah, that's it then. Alright, let's go to Spotlight. Yes, Spotlight. So we got called out uh, on Twitter this week by Flock of Nerds. Yes. Um, and because of that, we've decided to give our spotlight to them. Flock of Nerds? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Miles uh, or Catherine, I'm not sure which, maybe both, um, made the point that Trav Plays Games did such an amazing job on his Mystery Box video that if he wasn't the spotlight this week, that it would be the biggest snub since Citizen Kane didn't win Best Picture Oscar. What was that, 1937? The 40, I don't know. Uh, oh, no, 47. It was definitely 1947. 100%. Don't fact check my bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody should definitely fact check that. Um, so, Trap Plays Games is our spotlight. Oh, we're not doing Polykill? No. Have we already done Polykill? I feel like we did. I want to specifically do... I don't want to talk about Jake, because he's a bit of a hack. I, I actually like Jake a lot. I don't care. I want to talk specifically <laughs> about... Uh, oh, he's going to be... I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, specifically about Trav. Trav's coming on this week for um, Beyond Oasis. That's right. As well. That's tomorrow. Um, okay, this comes in. He's awesome on the blo- on the forums. He's uh, got a, already got the rank of Big Daddy, and he only joined the club like a couple of months ago. I've gone on Big Daddy for months. This is true. Uh, his tweets are funny. He's He is the... Clearly carries the weight of the Polykill podcast. Ooh, that's um, debatable. I think that's pretty even. And uh, he is stunning. He is a beautiful man. But his, his mystery box video is what pushed him over the top for this week. It's gotta, probably... It's amazing. Definitely check it out. His room looks really cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's his bar or if that's Jake's bar. Um, so Jake, I mean, I assume that Trav, a lot, Trav hangs out with Jake just to use him for the bar is what I assume. <laughs> I can't see other, any other reason why. Oh, my. I love at the end of their show, they're like... Because Travis is like, if you like me, you can follow me here. And Jake's like, if you like me, you can follow me here. And they're like, if you hate both of us, you can follow just Polykill. <laughs> it's a good option to have. Yeah. No, they're really good guys. Um, Travis is our I know we're only spotlight Travis for some reason. <laughs> and the video was really good, but I think we should spotlight both of them. No. No. Um, <laughs> also, he uh, he actually sent me an idea for a collaboration video. Oh, something else. Two things. I can't talk about one. Maybe... He's awesome. Lots he of stuff. Awesome. Lots of stuff happening behind the scenes with the CC curious, stone cutters. Has he, I wonder if he's... Did he keep that cat, you think? Did he just keep it? I think it was his cat. We don't know. <laughs> Although it looks a lot like Musty's weird purring cat. Musty's weird what? Musty's cat purrs like a parrot. Or oh. Like, or like a oh, pigeon. Okay. I see. Like it coos. I didn't hear what you said. That makes way more sense than what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let us know if you kept the cat. And, uh, <laughs> and the rusty, uh, was it hacksaw? <laughs> uh, rant. Rant this week. What, what is the must? Yeah, what's the name? The must play franchise from 
this generation and last generation. You know what would have been cool would have been to do an overrated and underrated franchise from the last generation and this generation. Let's do that. Well, that's hard now. I can't think of that on the spot. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> this one's easy. You want to do it by console or you want to just do the whole generation? Ooh, that's deeper. Let's do this generation's consoles and last generation's consoles. Hold on. Which generation is the Switch in? Uh, this generation. So the Wii U is PS3 generation? No. Uh, no, Wii U is PS4. Four. So Switch is so nothing. So Switch is nothing. <laughs> okay, so it's a Wii U. The answer for the Switch is the same answer for the Wii U, so it doesn't matter. That is true. Super Bomberman R. <laughs> Fast Racing Neo. Um, oh, nope. Uh, so for Wii U. Um, Sorry, so we're doing PS4, Xbox One? Wii U first. Okay. Must play franchise. Legend of Zelda on the Wii U. You got Wind Waker, you got Twilight Princess, you got Hyrule Warriors, you got Breath of the Wild. It's four fucking games. And they're all amazing games. Hmm. It's a fair point. I'm trying to think of what else is on there. I'm trying to think of the Mario games. Yeah, the Mario game is good, but not as good as Zelda. No. Breath of the Wild is amazing. It's the best game I've played. So that's your games. that's your Wii U must play franchise. What do you get for PS4 must play franchise? Mm, it's gonna be the Souls games for sure. Dark Souls, yeah? Both 3 and 4. PS3, PS4 is going to be Souls. Oh, for you? For both? Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> I suppose you're right, yeah. <laughs> what else could uh, it be? And we can, mix, can we mix Bloodborne in with that? Bloodborne is part of the Souls series, so in my opinion. PS3, PS4 must play as Souls. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 1. Sorry. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne. Yes. If you have a PS3 and a PS4, play those games. Yes, they're really hard. Something, but you get used to them, and you get better as a player. Fun fact. Yeah. Demon Souls. When I finished beating it, I was unable to play. I was unable to gain enjoyment from any other games. I know. I told you that was, was going to so happen good. to you. <laughs> Breath of the Wild was doing the same thing. I believe that. Although there's a lot coming out now that would that come in a different palette. Like that near Automata is going to be good. I'm hearing good things about it. It's going to be good, and you won't be thinking of Zelda when you play it. All right. Whereas if you play, I don't know, Horizon, God, I hope it don't take heat to this, you'll probably be thinking of Zelda. I can't say that. I've never played it. It might be better. Maybe. Please don't hate me. No, that's a good point. I, well, I am delaying my Horizon play because I already I can already tell that the, I'm going to draw comparisons to Zelda. The problem with Demon's Souls is it came out on a generation with like the worst games. I thought that was PS2. Oh, that's... I, I don't mean... I mean, it came out at a time where there was no good games coming out. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, PS3 ended up getting a lot of really good games, but at that time, there was none. Gotcha. I understand <laughs> what you're saying now. Yeah. Um, Wii must play franchise. Wait, Wii? Okay. Because that's the PS3, right? Right, yeah. I keep forgetting that. Uh, the Galaxy series, I guess. Mario must yeah. play. Uh, I've never played the... Galaxy series. They're probably the best Mario games. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> also... Uh, it's not a franchise, but I would say Chronicles. You know, play Chronicles? Or That's the, probably the, the best game on the Wii. The Operation <laughs> Rainfall trilogy. Last Story, Pandora's Tower. Ah, you can't Chronicles. get those. That's not a franchise. Uh, then I got nothing. All right, Mario Galaxy. I'm down with that. No, not, just, not Mario Galaxy. Mario franchise. Right. We got Galaxy, Galaxy 2, New Super Mario Bros. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's you the know? must play for the Wii. Yeah, that was a good time. It encapsulates the Wii the most. I think so. I had a lot of fun with those. And Xbox 360. Uh, Lost Odyssey. That's not a franchise. Oh, it's franchise. I'm going to say, if you want to capture the Xbox ethos, uh, Gears of War is probably your best bet. Halo, dude. Either one. Um, beefy, muscly dudes with machine guns and chainsaws pretty much sums up Xbox. It's kind of interesting that you made this point. On the Wii, the best game of the Wii is Xenoblade Chronicles, but Mario is the best franchise. On 360, the best game is Lost Odyssey, but I would probably say Halo, too. Yeah. Or maybe Gears. I don't know. I, don't I know. liked Gears 1, um, but I could see, yeah, Halo. Or Gears. It is Either Xbox. Way. It's synonymous, Xbox yeah. and Halo. But. And for Xbox One franchises... Forza, probably. Yeah, I, that gets a lot of good press. I haven't played it, but... That, that open world one is supposed to be pretty good. Is it Horizon? Forza Horizon? That sounds right. Forza Horizon Zero Dawn? Oh, no. no. I don't think... Scalebound! Yeah, play that. Um, That's what it would have been. I don't know. Yeah. Probably would have sucked. Who cares? But I think... I don't feel good. I mean, to me, when I think of those consoles, those are the ones that I think the most. Hmm. The Wii is definitely the Mario franchise. The Wii U is the Zelda franchise. The PS3 and 4 is Souls. 
And when I think of Xbox, I honestly think Halo. I don't think anything else. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because... I'm just assuming I'm going to love Dark Souls and that's, 3. That's not a shot against Xbox. That's... Oh, I wasn't even listening to what you said. What did you say? That doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess it is a shot against Xbox, because they don't have anything else. It's not a shot. That's just what they cater to. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, PS4, I'm sure I'm missing something. I love the Soul series, so I'm assuming I'm going to love Dark Souls 3. I just haven't had time to play it. Um... But there's been a lot of good games on PS4. And I'm... Frig, that's tough. Five, 15 was good. I'm guessing Nier will be amazing. You could say Final Fantasy because you got 15, Type-0 HD, and 7 eventually. Yeah, Type-0 HD was not good. But as of right now, it's Souls. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. So that's our rant. What do you guys think? What's the definitive this is for franchises... For everybody. Definitive franchises from the... Last generation, which is Wii, PS3, 360, and the current generation, which is PS4, Xbox One, and Wii U. Yeah, let us know, and tag Donovan Viper in it, because he's the one who... I mean, if you want to talk about Switch, you can, but... We all know the answer. The answer... Uh, there's only... Yeah. There's only one game on Switch. Snipper goes. Definitely. It's definitely 1-2 Switch. Um, <laughs> TC answers. Okay, answers. First up. Did you really write them all down? Yep. Goodness. I might not have gotten any new ones. I'll, I'll check. So first up from Rob at Bonus Barrel. He says, uh, w- sorry. Yeah. Rob says, when are we going to get Cobb in a debate? <laughs> um, the CC debates, the goal of those is to have calm, rational, level-headed discussions on a topic that don't devolve into name-calling and... What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? And uh, bl- to- finger-pointing. And Who are you describing? Cobb is very, very passionate. So I don't think right now he might not be the right fit for a CC debate. Might not be. I would still love to hear it. Uh, I would definitely listen to a Cobb debate where he argues with himself over whether or not he should play Halo or Gears of War. Dude, that would be a tough debate. It would be. Uh, no next up. Everybody wins. With a 10-hour trial of... I wanted to get Cobb on, but Derek was like, no, it's not happening. So. Ah. Uh. Derek. Derek's fault. Uh, with a 10-hour trial of Mass Effect Andromeda available on EA Access, are we moving into a pay-for-trial video game future? Donovan Viper asked that. That is a fair question. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um, but I do believe we're moving away from a demo society, and I think that should we should have more demos. You're paying for demos now, essentially, with that service. Yeah. Hmm. And we shouldn't have to. That's a very interesting question. Would I pay... Now, the stuff that you do in it, does it save and continue on in the yeah. game? Ooh, dude, that is tough. If Final Fantasy VII, they were like, you could play this early. And I had a vacation that week. And you had to pay $10, and then you had to pay the full 80 well, to buy finish. the game. I don't have time to begin with. What if I'm on vacation the week that the 10 die trial is? By the time the game comes out, I'm back to work. Would I do it? I don't know. I can't say. But man, does that make me think about it? I, I don't I, think it's shady. I would never pay money for a demo. Period. I don't stop. I don't know, man. I'm not going to. It's Final Fantasy VII, dude. I don't care. If you're not confident enough in your game to give me the demo for free, I'm certainly not going to give into your fucking cash grab demo sale. Sure, they're confident. They just want money. More money. They can get it from somebody else. I'll wait and I'll wait for the Easy Allies review. Make my decision based on what There's they no say. There's no game that you would pay to play earlier. No. What What's your favorite game? <laughs> That's a tough question. Uh, Breath of the Wild right now. Would you have paid early? No, I wouldn't have paid early to play. Breath no, but I would have paid early to play Final Fantasy VII. So it's very interesting. I won't. Hmm. I don't know. Final Fantasy VI Remake. I would probably pay. I have enough things that I can fill in for the week that I'm not going to be able to play it. That is tough. Yeah, you're right. I would never do it. I take it all back. There's too many things to play. Yeah. I don't mind selling off my stuff now because I have so much stuff coming in the future that I'm never going to have time to get to. Exactly. Oh, man. There's not enough time. Anyway. Next up. Uh, Would you like to see a the King's Glaive as a Final Fantasy game similar to what Seven did with Crisis Core for making a side story. And this question is from Jared at Retro Revolution. It is. No, I would not. Uh, King's Glaive is a wonderful movie that I enjoyed watching as a movie. I have zero desire to play through that um, as a game. I think that it needs to maintain being just a movie so people can enjoy it in a two-hour period without having to worry about buying another game to play through before playing a game. I think, and I actually, I, I've actually talked to him about this, I think that game, or that movie, shouldn't have been a movie. It should have been in the game, and it should have been played concurrently with 
Noctis. It's a chapter system already. It could be chapter one, you're Noctis, chapter two, you're Nyx, you know? And that way, the things that events, the events that happen in Final Fantasy XV, you don't even know what's happening unless you watch that movie, which I don't agree with. I love the movie. It's great. I've spoken to people who have played the game and not watched the movie, and they didn't have any problem oh, they, following the story. You can follow the basic story, but there's so much going on that you don't know about. You right. wouldn't have known. You, but you don't need it. And you wouldn't have a I don't need to know who the greatest passer... I don't need to know the stats of Dan Marino to appreciate the quarterback for the Dolphins now. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Uh, an RPG is appreciating the characters in the story. You're, you're not getting that full effect if you're... None of those characters are in Kingsglaive. Yeah, but you get a feel for the kingdom. You get a feel for the world. That's what the whole game's about. Right. Well, the solution then is what Dragon Age and Mass Effect do... And put all that history and backstory in endless pages of code. That is your solution? That is a terrible solution. I agree it's a terrible solution. Then you're doing, you gotta do what I said. Let me finish. So chapter one, you're Noctis. Chapter two, you're Nyx. perfect. A two hour movie translated into game time is going, in order to take a movie and make it a game, Mm. you have to make it linear. What's the biggest complaint against Final Fantasy in the last generation? Bingo, they should have dropped, this is also what I said to them. You drop the open world, it should have never been open world. Final Fantasy XV, this whole open world thing, it was okay, and you think it's okay until you play a good open world game. Mm. But it, the open world part was the worst part of the whole game. I thought. I agree. Um, you drop that. You that's going to cut off. I don't know how many hours, and then you are able to flesh out that awesome backstory that makes you care about his father. It makes you care about but then the you get, kingdom. Then you get the complaints that you had for Final Fantasy Thirteen that you're just running down a corridor and hitting attack buttons. That's 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 exactly what would happen. But um. You don't see the kingdom until the end of the game, like, and it's wrecked, and it's you get an appreciation for that with Kingsley. If you don't watch Kingsley, you are missing out. But you can watch Kingsley in two hours. I know, but you're saying that people were playing it and not watching it, and that's what's happening is people don't even know it exists. It should have at least been included on the disc, the Blu-ray. If you bought the limited edition, you got it for free. It should have been on all of them, or at least a download code. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just it kills me that there's story and lore that you're not getting in the game. That you should have gotten. Like yeah. Dark Souls? No. Dark Souls is beautiful because it unlocks it. You can find it. If it's there if you want it. In, in Final Fantasy fifteen, if it's there, you can't find it. It's there if you, you want gotta go watch it. a movie. Right, it's there if you That's want it. That's not in the game. <laughs> Dark Souls isn't like, oh you wanna know what's going on? Here's a movie. Go watch it. No. Alright. You see? Alright. <laughs> uh I still like it as a movie. <laughs> it is a good movie, don't get me wrong. Uh, next up, ever considered having a Digital Dudes episode with Cobb? Uh, maybe he can Cobb, bring... Cobb's coming up again! Maybe he can bring Digital Dan, and this question's from Diego. Digital Dan. Did you watch? Oh, yeah, you listened I did, to yeah. yeah. Digital Dan is a great character. Um, I like Physical Pete. I would, I would listen to a, I would listen to a podcast with Digital Dan, Physical Pete, Cobb, <laughs> Physical Pete. Cobb and 1P. That is my dream podcast. That would right be there. a good podcast. Yeah. Um... So that would be great. Uh, I will reach out. I'll have... Hopefully their people get in touch with each other and maybe make something happen. Man, Cobb ain't cheap. He ain't cheap. No. You gotta pay. He is easy, though. <laughs> uh, if any game... If... If any game... What, if any game, killed your love for a franchise that you once loved? And once enjoyed? And this question's from RetroPixel. Resident Evil 4. Yeah, uh, my answer is the exact same. Is it? Yeah. I like the original tank controls. I like... What Resident Evil was? Oh, no, I have a different answer. And 4 changed it. Assassin's Creed 3. What, did it change things? Yeah, it was terrible. It was garbage. It was the fucking worst game I've ever played. Wow. Assassin's Creed 3 was so bad, I so I actually gave away Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 2 Brotherhood, <laughs> 2 Revelations, oh my and 3, goodness. and they were all the collector's editions. Oh, I remember you had that. And the encyclopedias, and all the guy, you everything. Had, you had that arm thing? I gave dagger? it all away. Because 3 was so fucking terrible. And then everybody told me how great Black Flag was. And I said, Ubisoft, stick it up your asshole. Because I'm not playing your games ever again. Oh and I have not played an Assassin's Creed game. What was so bad Since about halfway it? through Assassin's Creed 3. As I'm jumping around the trees like a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Playing as Connor fucking McDavid or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know his name. I think that's a hockey player. <laughs> it um, is a name. It is. Anyway, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 was garbage. It was when Ubisoft was like, we're going to make one every year. And they're going to be great. And they weren't fucking great. And then we got... <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 and then we got everyone was like Black Flag was great get back on board with Black Flag and then after Black Flag the game was Unity and that game launched with a fucking skin <laughs> Jesus you think uh, Assassin's Creed's coming back because they took a couple years off I think didn't they I don't know fuck Assassin's Creed I'm done <laughs> I'll never play them again did you see the movie no I didn't and I love Michael Fassbender and you know what I heard the movie fucking sucked what a surprise who's Michael Fassbender uh, Magneto 
in the new X-Men movies. Oh, he is good. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Assassin's Creed and fuck Ubisoft for ruining a great franchise. Oh my god. I'm pissed now. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 took the game in a new direction. Pam, have you ever rage quit a game due to difficulty? I feel like I answered this before, but I can't remember what I said. I know I have. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I Secret of Mana quit. Mighty Number no. 9, Secret of Mana. Now, these games were difficult because they were almost unplayable. Mm. Like, does that count if it's if the game is fucking buggy and broken and terrible? Does that count as <laughs> difficult? Because in that case, Secret of Mana, um, Mighty Number no. 9, Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, <laughs> I rage quit all of those games. Oh, boy. Um... I have rage quit. What was I playing with Colleen the other day? And I was losing it. I was cursing hard at the TV. Overwatch, maybe? No, no. I heard that Overcooked one could get people pretty uh, upset. Uh, uh, yeah, I rage quit probably uh, two or three times a week. <laughs> I get pretty angry. Uh, Azure Striker Gumble. I was playing that, and it was in the last boss fight. And I was at work, and I the guys I was working with were like, you need to put the game down for a little bit. You've used the word cocksucker 18 times in the last wow. in the last four attempts. I'm like, that is in the box. This guy's a cocksucker. <laughs> oh my god. I, you know what? Money number nine, I did. I think I did rage quit a couple of times on that too. Vintage put it on his list of Wii U games that he wants, and I told him I'd send him mine. <laughs> I forgot to mention that it snapped in half <laughs> and that I, I burned it after I snapped it. Oh my goodness. It's so fucking garbage. So I think that's the last question. It is. So that's the show, folks. Wow, we got through it. Thanks for tuning in. My dogs are going crazy outside right now. Should probably get them. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcasts, videos, and blogs from our community. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club um, where you can donate as much or as little as you like. Every cent donated goes to improving the experience for everyone in the community. I'm Player One. I am... Uh... A broken player too. CC Unite.